Hello, welcome to episode one of the Mark's Mind podcast. Uh, previous corn was more just me messing around. I just want to see how this works. Uh, I'm using a mic today because I, I recently ordered a mic. It's one of those uh, incredibly long clip-on mics. Uh, I'm letting the chorus like, I don't know, 10, 15 feet long. I don't, know, I don't know why sorry Dixie Line just wrapped up the little cord and a little bundle. It started stretching and I was like, oh great, if I ever want to record well, keep my phone at my charger and go bathroom, go down the hall, I can't wonderful. I think it's for like, I don't know, it's TV movies too type of go mics where like they have to connect to a set like only record move down the hall and Let's get Mike all the way up to a person. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why I just don't use a professional like recording microphone because they can afford it. I can't. I'm using like this tiny little mic. I'm like, oh, this looks cheap. I'm like, eh, it's, it's not that expensive. I'll get a mic. It'll sound better. Because I heard my voice in the first corner. I'm like, no way do I sound like that. No way do I sound like I have some kind of weird, vague European accent. Like, I just learned English like a month ago. No way I sound like that. And then I get the mic and I start recording. And that's exactly how I sound. Just slightly higher quality of my voice. Like, oh, okay, so I actually sound like that. Because through my whole life, I'm like, every time you... Every hear recording, like, no way does my voice sound like that. I, I sound way cooler in my head, I swear. <laughs> You're like, you know what? It, it's the microphone. It's They were using a phone. No way do I actually sound like that. I, I sound totally different. And then I got this microphone. And I said, yeah, okay, I sound like that. <laughs> Turns out iPhone microphones are incredibly in-depth. Incredibly uh, pretty good, actually. In fact, there are some people that record, like, I don't know, film students that can record a whole film or movie with just, like, a standard good uh, cell phone microphone and camera. I'm like, okay, wow. Because, I mean, one, they're professionals, but two, also, on these things are pretty advanced. Um, It's basically, it's a computer. It's a pocket computer. They carry around and these things have you ever seen those old like 1950 photos of computers took up like a whole floor it's a whole floor of just whirling fans and bright shiny lights as a computer oh you can use it as a calculator most advancing the world a whole floor just to find out one plus one equals two it's wonderful uh, I actually uh, prepare some topics for this uh, episode, so I'm not rambling. I mean, I'm gonna be rambling, but I'll have a theme. And first thing I want to talk about is Captain Crunch. Not Captain Crunch, like the commercials. You know, it was really scary. I found it scary. I had nightmares about Captain Crunch when I was younger. Because if you didn't know, if you didn't see commercials, here's what happened Captain Crunch. Without asking permission, without anything, will crunchitize these children 
and absorb him into the cereal box. Now, if you don't know what crunchitize means, it means the children will melt into a cereal substance, like fruity pebbles or something like that. The their faces and they melt into a cereal substance, and then they get sucked in to the cereal cartoon world. Out of nowhere, just they're not freaking out or anything. They're just. Oh, I guess I'm getting crunchitized by the captain. And in this cartoon world, let me describe this wonderful paradise. It's one boat with the captain. It's captain on one boat. And ocean, just endless ocean surrounding him. Just mile, miles of nothingness. And this creepy middle-aged captain with a mustache who I, I don't know he has a pegler or something there's him and a bunch of unsuspecting children he's kidnapped from the real world he's like come on kids let's go on an adventure who are you you're not my dad oh no it'll be fun we'll find treasure okay so the equivalent of a middle-aged man trying to get kids uh i don't know get candy or something because cereals are super sugary and they go off into an island they find a treasure chest in the middle of Tiny Little Island. And uh, it's more Captain Crunch cereal, surprise. And they love it. <laughs> the captain, he gets out a pitcher of milk, which somehow fills 10 bowls. It's an open pitcher of milk he's had on this boat, I'm guessing for like months, just open, sitting around. So, I don't know, I guess he was carrying around this pitcher of milk covered in mold spent months below deck <laughs> I don't know where he got her from and he pours milk and the kids enjoy cereal and like, oh yay Captain Crunch is amazing I would trade my left kidney for a bowl and then uh, commercial ends yeah it ends with the children trapped in his cartoon world after they've been crunchitized I don't know where the parents are. The parents never freak out. It's always uh, like the military soccer mom be like, Oh, I guess Timmy's off in Captain Crunch land enjoying those free cereal snacks. And not uh, because they're like, Where is my child? Oh, Agatha, please give her back. She's my only daughter, please. What did you take her? And that's the commercial. He says, it just ends with children trapped forever. And there was a sequel to that commercial. It says, hey, Captain, uh, we've been trapped here for a few weeks. There's no more cereal. Your one pitcher of milk has run out, and there's nothing in this ocean for miles. Can, can we go home? No, kids. You're in the Captain Crunch world now. All we have is a cereal. Prepare to get scurvy, cause we don't have any fruits or vegetables on the ship. All we have is bowls and bowls of Cabin Crunch sugary cereal. Oh, those kids, it must be awful. So that's why I had nightmares. I had a nightmare that I would melt, I would turn into cereal, delicious Cabin Crunch cereal. And be sucked into his world like 
I'd have to hold on to like my parents' hands, like, please don't let me go. Please. He's trying to suck me in, and like my bottom half will be cereal. I've been sucked in, my top half will be left out in this world where I'm just half a person forever because my bomb half is Captain Crunch cereal because only part of me has been crunchitized. <laughs> Sounds horrible. I think the exact opposite of that is the Lucky Charms mascot. Uh, what's, it, what's his name? Lucky? Uh, very creative, but... Basically, what happens in those commercials, in case you didn't grow up in like the 2000s and watch this, it's a bunch of kids trying to catch a leprechaun for his uh, his Lucky Charms, his cereal. They want cereal so badly. They're out in the, it's always in the field, by the way. It's never in like a suburban area or someplace safe, like a schoolyard, no. They're out in the middle of the woods by themselves with this tiny leprechaun man trying to get a cereal. They're trying to catch him and get a cereal. <laughs> and I don't know, just insane. They're trying to physically hurt this small man, trying to get some cereal they can buy at the store for like a few bucks. I just want to see a very realistic take of this. Okay, we got the leprechaun home. Bobby, you load up your shotgun? Yes, sir. Okay, remember, you got these horseshoe launchers we're gonna bash his skull in so we can get his delicious Lucky Charm cereal. Now, make sure none of you tell your parents we're out in the middle of the woods. Capture a grown man who happens to be Irish and very short. We're gonna bash his skull in and see if he tells us where his Lucky Charms are. The cereal commercials are so insane. You guys also remember Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs guy? The the basically like PG drug addict bird who's addicted to cereal. <laughs> that, that was his thing. He's like, oh, I'm addicted to these cocoa puffs. I'm going, I'm going insane because no one helps him. No one ever tries to be like, oh, you know, if you had this problems with your dad when you were seven, that because you'd be addicted to cocoa puffs. I remember that time your mother got into a car accident and. She could only eat Cocoa Puffs through a straw, and it was terrible, I, I know you remember that, so maybe that's where the of Cocoa Puffs come from, as this life-saving food that kept your mother alive through all those years. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it's basically like a PG drug act that they always present cereal to us. <laughs> so he's terrible, they always present cereal to us. Poor guy just trying to get through his affliction of Cocoa Puffs addict. And he's like, Oh, I'm just gonna eat this delicious bowl of Cocoa Puffs. And I was like, You were, are you eating Cocoa Puffs? Oh, wonderful. I want some else. I went here to get help because you're my friend. And, you know, maybe I'll make you wean off this addiction, you know, get this monkey off my back. But there's your Cocoa Puffs cereal. And I guess I'm gonna have to go down this road again. Like you imagine the Cocoa Puffs bird is like a real bird that every time he tries to have it's like guys, seriously, I I have a wife, I have a child I have to look after. I I gotta get this Cocoa Puffs addiction on my eyes. Like, okay, well we're you're very marketable, we're gonna have to get you addicted back to these Cocoa Puffs as you want marketability for his 
cute mascot. None of them are cute, by the way. None of these serial mascots are adorable or like fun. I never looked at him and be like, yeah, I want to hang out with this guy. I want to hang out with the mustachio captain who's the only crew member on ship. I, I guess he must have killed an aetheress and chopped out their beds, turned him into Cocoa Puffs or what is it, Captain Corn Cereal, whatever the name of it is. Or. And that drug addicted bird. Yeah, that's who I want to hang out with. The guy who, if anything, he'll kill me for a bag of Cocoa Puffs. Yeah, that's who I want to be with. Or worse, I want to beat this grown leprechaun man who's just strong for his life. <laughs> Try and survive in the middle of the woods because these crazy American kids are hunting down this small Irishman. <laughs> okay. It's, serious. it's probably the only food he has. But like, okay, well, I strand here. Look, I have this box of Lucky Charms. Oh no, are those teenage American children <laughs> with nets and baseball bats trying to get a box of cereal? Okay, I guess. Cause I got a run. I guess I ended up in this Mad Max style part of the woods. These crazy children. Oh man. Or uh. <clears throat> I don't know, it's just I never got into serial mascots. I never looked at me like, yeah, I don't I don't want to hang out. It's just I just want sugary cereal. That's everything every kid wants. And my parents growing up, we my parents usually went for like, I don't know, cheaper often because like it's easier. And like it's like, yeah, it's the same thing. It's like, no, it's not mom, it's not it is the same thing. It's it's totally the same thing, it's just about branding. Like instead of fruit pebbles, you get like I don't know, uh, bits of uh, fruit or uh, uh, fruity goodness. I don't know, whatever dumb name it came up for. Instead of like frosted flakes, we get like, uh, it's sugar crisp. Mmm. They didn't even have like original mask. I was just a bad drawing. Like, if you asked a five year old to draw a Kellogg's mascot, and that's what it looks like. Say yeah, sure. Say yeah, whatever. Who cares? It's it's cereal. Like it's not exactly the most complex dish in the world. This isn't like a five star, like I don't know, French restaurant and a one star, I don't know, French food cart you find in the middle of a sea. <clears throat> like you find in the middle of a sea. It's not like that. It's like cereal, is cereal. Who cares? You think it tastes better? It does. It looks better because they have a higher budget for marketing, and that's it. So it doesn't matter. It's cereal. It honestly doesn't matter. Uh, another thing I've been thinking about recently is I remember like uh, sometimes these uh, kids come over because like my mom invites her friends and their kids come over. Usually like a baby. And you just hang out with the baby because uh, don't have any because I, I get along. It's really easy to entertain babies. You just shake keys in front of them or high five or play peekaboo, whatever. Just, just play high, just give them a toy and they're happy for like six hours. And I'm watching this little kid like playing with stuff and just shaking it, not not making a story in their head, not coming out with a. Uh, complex reason why they want to play or any type of entertainment value that 
grown-ups usually do. And I'm thinking like, what if, how much money could I save if I could be as entertained as like this two-year-old baby who's just shaking a stuffed bear around like six hours. Like, how much money does the average TV cost? Like a high-end TV, over a thousand dollars. Average good TV, five to three hundred, I guess. Cheap, the cheapest TV you can find that's like decent that will actually like work. That's not like from a reliable seller. It's like two hundred. And there's not something like your my phone, a couple hundred, I think. I don't know, I didn't I, I didn't exactly estimate cause, I was just trying to get some cheap. It was like phone I have now is like a hand me down from like one of my uncles cause mine broke for some reason and this is yeah, this is just it's just buried in my last one. I'm like, okay, yeah, sure, and it works perfectly. I'm thinking like how much will a new phone cost? Like a few hundred dollars. At least. A few hundred. And you see all these deals like Oh get now for zero percent interest and new APR down financing. And I'm seeing all these ads and I'm like, there really shouldn't be those kinds of ads for a cell phone. Like I remember it's like, hey you want this phone? Yeah? Twenty bucks. Okay. Had all my contacts done. It used to be so simple, but as I said, phones got so complicated. There's so much new pieces of technology involved with phones. It's practically a computer in your pocket. So, like, I understand why it costs a few hundred dollars. All the stuff you can do, like, yeah, I get that. It's supposed to cost a few hundred dollars, okay? But... <clears throat> things um spend money on all these kinds of entertainment. Just... Not even to be entertained. Like sometimes you ever watch a movie and you take out your phone to watch something. You pause the movie that was entertaining you so you can watch something else to give you immediate entertainment. Like, I want to watch this now. I can pull up a video in 2.5 seconds. Gonna pause the thing I was originally watching so I can watch something else to keep me mildly entertained. That's awful. It costs so much. Because I think uh, adult brains are just... We've been getting entertained for so many years. Just You play with toys, then your brain gets a little more complex. Okay, I want some more challenging. I want puzzles and games. and like I want a board game with multiple players. Like, a game like Monopoly where you have to figure out finances and a bunch of our boring stuff just to be entertained and it's like okay I, I want more entertaining I want video games I want things with practically their own in world economy and where the video game level is as big as a whole country in some cases that can explore and do things in it's just then I, I want TV it's, it's not like kids shows like oh the bear got caught in the trap and now he's free no, it's like, okay, I want complex TV shows with characters who have multiple layers and complex dialogue. I, I want someone to spend about $2 billion just to have a giant war scene and there's always factions and just characters I love and hate and root for and 
big plot twist that are kept secret months in advance that if you spoil them you'll get sued for millions of dollars in some cases and that's our entertainment these like Game of Thrones is a crazy show I, I didn't watch I got bored of it like I know I lost will though I just I can't I don't care enough I like stories with like one central main character and I, I okay who do I root for this guy okay I, I can follow that I, I, I don't want anything too complex because I don't care <clears throat> sorry need to clear my throat real quick uh, you might hear some noise in the background that's my family <laughs> who um Currently staying with for now, cause uh, like even if I did have the crazy amount of money needed to move in there, cause our area is kind of expensive, mostly suburban houses. The closest apartment rentals are still law, cause it's Massachusetts, and we're in like no anything near a major city like Boston, New York, Chicago, L.A., Philadelphia, like. Any one of those just costs crazy amount of money because it's like the central business. It's of course you want to live in a place where there's the most job opportunities. Because I remember uh, someone I knew uh, rented a place in Boston for like a few months and it, it was just they had to move back home. It was, like, it was crazy. And the place wasn't like it was, it was good. It was pretty good. It wasn't amazing, but. It's one of those situations where you have to go, well, it's the best I can get on my budget. It's like, it's the best thing I can possibly do. Just just live at home. Like so many kids I see when I was in college, there were so many kids that are so happy to move away. Like, yeah, I'm living on my own. I'm, I'm an adult. I live in a dorm. Like, you're not an adult. You're, one, your loans are paying for it. Even if you're like paying off your loans still, your loans basically paid for everything and now you're paying those off. And they're not exactly forgiving, but it's much easier than paying month to month rent with getting worried about, oh, I didn't pay exactly, so I'm gonna get an eviction notice. So you're not living, you're not an adult just because you have a dorm. You have about three to four are roommates, for one thing, who. Or for the most part, nice. Okay, maybe they're not nice, but they're at least smart enough to know how to fill a college application. So, you have that. Instead of getting like these crazy neighbors, like, oh, this is Rebecca. She eats her house cats who don't love her enough. That's your neighbor. Yeah, that's. And, oh, you know, there's Gary who lives upstairs. He thinks his soccer ball is his son. So you know, you better watch out for him. And if you complain to a landlord, he's not going to do anything about them. That's the thing about college. You can complain to the dean. If you have anything extreme like, uh, Hey, I uh, walked into my room. My roommate put up a giant swastika flag. And he shaved his head. Can I get a new roommate or get him expelled? Yes, you can. 
Can't do that in real life. If your neighbor is a Nazi in an apartment building, guess what? You live next to that guy for years. Because neither you or him can afford a new place. You're just stuck with it. And at my, you just hope you don't have to make eye contact. You just try over her best. Your landlord doesn't care. Because as long as he pays, he's not going to get kicked out. So, I don't know, anyone living in college that thinks like they're an adult because they moved out. Even though you have all these facilities, you have a washer and dryer that you can, again, demand. That works like, hey, uh, this washer doesn't work. I can put a complaint, and if I make enough noise, uh, they will fix it. Your landlord doesn't care. It's like, uh, you have a place, right? Okay, there's a washing dryer down the street. Go there. I don't have to fix it. <laughs> what are you gonna do? You're not gonna move out. You have nowhere to go. Oh man. Okay, I got a full 25 minutes. That's nice. I think I'm gonna end it soon. Uh, around 30 minutes. I don't wanna go for an hour. I, d- I don't like one hour podcasts. It's like, oh, I can't wait to listen to this. If I ever have free time. And then, uh, if it's a comedy podcast, I don't want to miss the jokes. So, I won't pay full attention, but I don't have an hour to do that. Because, again, I get distracted very easily. Which I think most of you do. Like, again, it's like watching TV and then you watch them on your phone. I do have a podcast. Oh, this is nice. And then I exam, like, I kind of want to look that up that thing they said there. That TV show he says, I want to watch a trailer and I pause the podcast. I go to YouTube, I watch the trailer. And then I'm kind of like, I don't, don't want to go on podcast. I, I think I'll go in there. I just I don't have the time or I do have the time, but I want to do something else. I don't like play video games or read a book. Also, I don't even people say like, oh, I'm going to go read a book. Really? The whole book? Are you? Are you gonna, no, you're not. You're going to read part of a book. Correction. You're going to read a few pages. Hoping desperately you can see the end of chapter. So I'm like, oh, okay, I, I read my due diligence. I, I read part of the book. I, I can, oh, finally, I feel confident. I can tell people I'm reading a book. Oh, it's such an accomplishment in this day and age to tell me you've read a book. It's wonderful. I'm reading part of a book. I'm reading this uh, Van Gogh paintings book. It's really good. In fact, I started recording an episode because it said uh, something about uh, Van Gogh, all the letters he wrote to his brother, Theo. He's like, oh, how writing and art are sort of like interconnected and it's good to like get your words out there. So I decided to make a podcast. So why not? Why not make a podcast? I always want to, except I want to include more people like have a back to forth conversation, joking around, just talking about whatever we want. Yeah, but there's coronavirus and no one's really here. And I don't want to invite my family on the podcast because, you know, they're busy doing something. I still I want to invite people that have to be like, oh yeah, I'll be there in a minute. Because with family obligation, like, you can get out of some things like, say, Hey Mark, you wanna play this uh, game or something? If I say yes, I can just go, hey, no, I don't wanna do that. Um, but no, I don't wanna. 
I'm good. Like we're, we're family. You, you know, I, I sometimes just don't. Like, you're familiar with them enough to cancel plans. You can't do that with friends. I can make my friends like, hey, do you want to record this podcast? Like, yeah. If he says no, I know that the guilt will eat them up inside, and they'll have to do it. So, oh, I got my obligation there, my committed podcast members. Ah, oh, don't invite Dave. I don't know him that well, so lucky the guilt will eat up inside, and he'll be forced to do a podcast with me. Now, last whole hour. Yeah, I think I'm gonna cut this off at somewhere around half hour, cause. Yeah, this is it. I don't, I don't want to record for a full hour. I don't know where that tradition came from, that podcast FB. These one-hour episodes. Like, most of them include multiple people, like, ten, like, three or four. I have one. It's just me. It's me rambling on about things that I want to talk about for whatever reason. Uh, for example, uh, the new... Kong, uh, was it Godzilla vs. Kong movie? Has some stills and uh, they release a logo, and I, I don't want to see it. I, I don't know. Some about monster movies, they've never been good for me. Cause it's the monster you want to see, then it's the humans. No one cares about. I don't care how good at acting they are. I don't care how minimal it is. I, I don't want to follow humans, I want to follow the giant monster that destroys stuff and burns things. Now, because when the monster is destroying stuff, the camera will focus on these humans like, Oh no, what about the humans? Will Bobby meet his wife and get his kids out? I don't care. I just want to watch the giant monster wreck stuff. It's kind of childlike wonderment with monsters because it's something every kid played with and I don't know when you're in a bathtub playing with shark toys or playing with your Legos and you have a giant monster you just wrecks it you destroy things it's sort of that childlike destructive like yeah I just want to see things get destroyed I just want to mess things up I, I don't care about the people involved and that's why I want monster movies I, I want the monsters wrecking stuff and fighting and I don't care what happens to the people they don't matter it's like uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters I was really excited for that, for that cause oh we're actually gonna show Godzilla this time and you're gonna see him fight this three headed dragon thing in a giant butterfly it sounds cooler than this the butterfly is pretty cool I swear I think it helps Godzilla or something, I don't know. But a stupid subplot with these humans, like, oh, I have to visit my ex-wife, and, oh, we have a daughter who's a borderline genius for some reason. There's a terrorist group. They're going to release monsters. I mean, I like that for a beginning. I like, oh, here's how the monsters get out. I don't like following these people through, like, a two-and-a-half-hour movie where... Even if five minutes or more is spent on these people that uh, I just want to see a monster direct things. I don't want to watch a human because I don't care if they live. It doesn't matter. Because I want to see a monster fight and the concern is like 
now I have to worry for plot reasons, I have to worry about these small humans who are getting involved in these huge moths fights where they shouldn't live. Like, everyone besides the main cast dies. Spoiler alert. I mean, she's just a bunch of extras. And everyone except them dies. And it's boring, like, they really shouldn't survive something like that. I mean, I guess you want, like, a humorous perspective. Like, oh, look how big these monsters are and look how destructive. Like, it's cool sometimes, but I won't be stuck with those annoying characters for that long. I want to move on to a monster's perspective. Just destroying things and having fun. And I'll eventually do the classic, oh, humans help the good monster. I like the humans come in and... <laughs> They save Godzilla by giving him like nuclear radiation powers or something stupid. And I'm like, oh, see, the humans were useless. Like, no, they weren't. Just you wrote that in. You wrote in Godzilla needing human help. You wrote it just do the monster fight. That's what people want. No one wants these human subplot. These nerds just talking for half an hour about. Oh well. What have we done? And what does it mean for society? Who cares? I mean, that's my thoughts on the Kong versus Godzilla movie, or Godzilla vs. Kong. It doesn't matter. If you have a human subplot, I don't care. I don't want to see it. They're not funny. It's not good comic relief. It's just they're just there. They're just sort of there. Also. On that movies I don't like. <clears throat> I want to talk about Into the Spider Verse, which well, it, it won an Emmy, right? I, yeah, I think it won like a bunch of awards and Emmys for animation, art style, and it totally deserves that for animation, art style. Like, if you like the movie, fine. I I don't care. But here here's what here's the thing. When this started out, before it was announced a title or anything, they were calling it a Miles Morales Spider-Man movie. And I like Miles. He's he's a cool character. He's uh, younger. He's more indecisive, which I like. And again, he's like Peter Parker. He's more down to the neighborhood. I like that. But also, uh, Spider-Man in Miles and Spider-Man died, and Miles like. Okay, all these villains are having a lot of fun with Spider-Man being there. They're terrorizing the city of New York. So, and I got bitten by a spider, so maybe I feel like I should be the next Spider-Man. I have these powers, I should help out. Which I get, it's good motivation. But in the movie, after it's announced uh, Spider-Man, Miles Morales movie, it was then announced it's animated. Which I like, like... Okay, that means it usually gets out faster. It usually has a home release instead of a feature, which is great. As long as it comes out faster, I like that. I know animation takes way more years, but I don't know, usually, with a, since it's not as big of a release as live action, usually it gets out quicker. And I don't know, these days, live action is taking longer than animated films because all these actors and everything. and setting up these huge action set pieces and CGI and prop work that goes in is just so much and takes longer than an animated film. 
So I was excited. And then I see the trailer. It looks okay. And then you see like that fat dopey Spider-Man. Like the was a new Peter Parker he comes in he's like, Hey Miles, I'm from another universe and I'm gonna help you out. I'm like, okay fine. I don't like it, but it's this new Spider-Man, he's teaching him the ropes. I get that. Made to rush the movie along so you he can be Spider-Man much earlier and you have more Miles Morales as Spider-Man. Then Spider-Gwen comes in. And that's like this our universe spider woman lady that comes in and I'm like, okay, it's someone his age. It's probably a best friend he relates to. I guess also Spider-Gwen is the dumbest name for a hero with secret identity. It's like, oh, hey, Mark, what's your Spider-Man name? Oh, it's Spider-Mark? Yeah, I'm going to include my first name in my superhero name. I'm sure that... <laughs> I mean... I'm sure there's also people named Gwen, but still, if I went to high school as a girl, I was like, huh, your name's Gwen? Oh, weird. There's someone named Spider-Gwen. Oh, you take ballet? Yeah, she, uh, has little ballet shoes on her feet all the time, so, yeah, I'm guessing that's you. This is so dumb of a name. And she has a hood for, uh, the hood looks cool, look. This is weird. But she's in, I'm like, okay, but if they add any more characters, I'm done. They add four characters. Other spider people from other universes and stuff, and the title of the film is Into the Spider-Verse, which I should have figured out, but I don't know, I, I wanted a Miles Morales movie by himself. Spider-Man dies, he has to figure out on his own. I always like that aspect. Spider-Man has it to himself. But all these are... I hate these other characters. I didn't hate them. just... They were clogging up this movie with all these Spider people who I didn't care about. I just wanted Miles. And the movie was focused on Miles. And here's the problem. He's not Spider-Man. He gets powers in. He doesn't wear the black and red costume till like the last few minutes of the movie. So that really cool scene where he jumps off a building and does all these tricks that's the last few minutes and I hate the movie it's just okay maybe I don't hate it but it's just not what I expected I want Miles Morales by himself he becomes Spider-Man he fights crime by himself not oh it's this kid we focus on who isn't any good at anything He's bad at everything, which I get. It's superpowers he's throwing out. I now get why people have a training montage. So you can skip the boring part, which is this whole movie. And also, he suddenly gets better for no reason. He starts out with like this nerdy, annoying, like he's bad throughout 90% of the movie. Until the last few minutes where he gets a boost of confidence because he had a heartfelt conversation with his dad and suddenly he's good he can do flips and has his own costume all that dumb stuff but it's just so bad I he's only Spider-Man for the last few minutes and people are praising this movie like it's one of the best Spider-Man movies ever no it's not the amazing Spider-Man with who was his name Andrew Garfield was much better and so was the second one cause here, it took like 37 minutes for him to become Spider-Man. 
but he actually does it on his own and he actually becomes Spider-Man before the half of this movie is over. So at least he becomes Spider-Man. Like, if you go in Spider-Man movie, I want to watch Spider-Man. I don't, I don't mind the origin story, but seriously, skip past it. Every someone's character has had a quick comic book flip through in the movie in, into his Spider-Verse. They had a quick uh, comic book flip through of like less than a minute of their origin. I'm like, okay, I get it. I'm done. They couldn't do that for Miles Morales, which I thought was so dumb. And after like, I don't know, 90% movie, they have his comic book. It's like, this is my origin story. It's, like, it's stupid. I wanted to skip through it. It's There's a reason people do montages. I now realize. I was like, I used to be like, oh, I want to see what happened in their origin story. It felt a little rushed. But now I'm like, yeah, rush it. It's boring. Nothing happens. It's like... It's like when you, I don't know, watch... I don't know, a boxing match. A big fight. In, I don't know, a movie, a show, doesn't matter. You won't watch a fight. You don't want to watch them training for the fight. That's like if a UFC championship. Like, oh, it's a whole, like... Half hour time match is going to be really good. And for the first like 29 minutes, you saw them training to fight each other. Like, oh, it looks like that guy is going to get a chance at the punching bag next. And this guy over there, he's doing push-ups and studying moves. Yeah, I, I love watching this in the one minute of actual fighting. Oh, this is so dumb. I, I, I don't know why people love this movie. I, like, they can. I don't care, but... I. I would never sit down and watch a movie. I mean, the art style is amazing. It's just like a comic book. But that's it. That's the only thing I like. And they're making a sequel. And it's more into the Spider-Verse stuff. So I'm hoping Miles Morales is more in-depth. He has more moves. You know, just some bumbling idiot who stumbles his way through all these events and at the last minute I have all these moves and at least he has moves he can do something instead of being useless throughout the whole movie oh man uh okay I think I'm gonna wrap it up here yeah. I actually I was gonna make this uh, podcast more comedy focused but I don't know just me rambling so yeah that's fine uh, I might try to get more people on here because I don't know. I, I can't fill an hour by myself. I don't know. I think some people do. I don't know how they do it. I just can't fill up a whole hour by myself. I mean, if anything, these are more, I don't know, tidbits, smaller, quote unquote, podcast sections that I don't know, you can listen to in the bathroom or studying for some reason or. This is something short. I'm going to probably make these like 20 minute segments with a singular theme just to get through and finish up on that because I, I don't want to make this too long. Says the guy rambling. It's now at 43 minutes. Oh well. Uh, anyway, thanks for listening to the Mark's Mind podcast, episode 1. Uh, goodbye. <laughs>